as a woman, it's you learn so many important lessons. Like uh, when a man makes a decision, people do it. When a woman makes a decision, people form a committee. <laughs> we need a committee to decide if I'm, you know, smart enough or not, except I've been to more school than you. <laughs> I don't usually like to wear T-shirts that say that I have two master's degrees because then no one wants to have sex with me. They're like, could you just put my dick in your mouth? Do you have to say things at the same time? What, do you want to talk about Jean-Paul Sartre? Yeah, hell is other people, bro. Jean-Paul Sartre, who? I just recently reread Rainier Maria Rilke's book, Letters to a Young Poet. I changed the word poet to comic. It was very similar to uh, Virginia Woolf's of A Room of One's Own, written in a similar time period, uh, except one's for guys and uh, one's for girls. <laughs> and, it's, and one is better than the other. Can you guess which one is? Sorry, I relate more to Virginia Woolf. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> Clearly everybody. What did I learn from 2016? From the presidential election, what did I learn? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> it's so silly, it was like, oh, Trump's been in office for four years now. Well, you dummies voted him in because you were afraid of a woman, the most qualified person ever. She was the secretary of state, yo. Like there's nobody more qualified. But I know, right? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Smart women, nobody wants to listen uh, to a woman because it just, here's my question. There are so many cult leaders, right? So many cult leaders and they're all men. Where are the female cult leaders? I think that's because we call them mom. <laughs> or sometimes grandma. Like, I don't know, it depends how much you care about your family. You all talk to your parents? <laughs> It was so cute. There were some comedians that were like, oh, meow, 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 we should be friends or not be friends or whatever. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think I give a crap about you? <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think? It's so cute. My mom actually texted me years ago. Uh, and she, she texted me, Jesus is calling. And I was like, no, mom. Jesus is not calling. You're texting. I don't know how you learned how to do that. Like, when did you get a phone? Cool. I don't talk. You talk to your mom? No. no? <laughs> Two talks to their mom here. Oh, good. That's so nice. Yeah, good. Oh, my. She jealous of you? Oh, she's mentally ill. So's my mom. She just won't admit it. Like, the best part... I haven't seen her since she got her eyebrows tattooed on her face, but supposedly she just looks angry all the time. And I was like, that's my whole childhood. <laughs> like, are you, why would you do that permanently? Cool. I haven't seen them yet. I haven't, we're not even friends on Facebook. It's fine. I'm not lamenting it. Sounds like I'm lamenting. I think she does protest too much. Nay, I don't. I just, I make better, better bread than she does. It's fine. I learned everything I needed to know and I moved on. I learned how to... I learned how to talk to yeast. Um, any, I know, it's like, no, I haven't. This is the craziest year. I haven't gotten sick. I haven't had the sniffles. I haven't gotten a yeast infection. Like, nothing's happened to me this year. It's nuts. I actually wanted to, like, 
Well, I don't know why Martha Stewart's not doing it right now because she could be collecting her own vaginal yeast and making bread out of it. I want to eat Martha Stewart's vaginal yeast bread. No? Oh, my God. Like, I want to be that close to Martha Stewart. She's the person I have, like, lesbian fantasies about. Like, I have this dream where she and I are in one of her barns, and there's these Clydesdales and all of her Pomeranians, and then, like, like ticker tape stuff comes from the ceiling. Okay. I have a vivid imagination. I masturbate to podcasts. That's, that's what's happening now. I don't watch porn. I do have a lacrimation fetish, meaning I like to watch people cry, but only men. So that's why I don't like to watch porn, because I don't want to watch women cry. You know, I just don't want to see it. It doesn't make me feel sexy, you know? Like, it just doesn't. Just not. That, but Martha Stewart does make me feel super sexy. So is, is anybody a vegan here? Vegans, vegans, vegans? Your brother's a vegan. Does he eat bread? Does your brother eat bread? Oh, there is vegan bread. Well, here's the thing about bread. A lot of vegans eat it, right? And I bake bread all the time. Like I did this morning, I baked bread. I baked bread yesterday, I baked, I baked bread a lot, whatever. <laughs> uh, but vegans eat bread, which is weird to me because I know how to make bread. I take the yeast and I put it in a bowl and I make it be alive, you know, with like some water, warm water and some sugar and maybe a little cream, like some old milk solids, let it eat. And then like it starts burping and farting in my dough. And like I ask it, I like, I basically enslave it to do my bidding, you know, without its consent. I'm like, here you are, I made you alive, burp and fart in this. And then I heat up an oven and then I murder entire cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. <laughs> it's killing entire cultures, you hypocritical vegans. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> it's cool. Vegans are nice. Here's what I learned. I have some Thanksgiving lessons that I've learned. I learned this uh, last night, actually. Question every fart if you've had a quart of eggnog. <laughs> Does anyone else love eggnog? <laughs> like, I love eggnog, it's eggnog time. I had an entire quart of eggnog and I thought things were gonna be okay, nay. You know, like, I'm going through menopause so I've been wearing sexy panties again because nothing is coming out of here, like it's dry as a bone. Like, nothing's coming out of here. But now with this, like, eggnog issue, oh dear lord. <laughs> like, we're, <sighs> we gotta get back to the ugly panties. Those period-stained weirdos, the ones with the holes in the front. Hi! Just talk about my underwear. <laughs> cats. No, I, my cats don't. Well, actually, my cats do play and sniff my underwear all the time. Like, it's like, I have 47 cat toys, and they still want to play with my underwear. Like, what is wrong here? My cats must just love me. I get, they're like, yeah. They have been very sweet to me lately. Um, after they have a circus at 4.30 in the morning. Does anyone have cats and live in an apartment building? Do you live in an apartment building? Do your neighbors hate you? My, ne my downstairs neighbors hate me because I have a cat circus every night at like 4.20 in the morning. I don't, like they're not smoking the pot without me. I don't think, unless they figured out a way to use that weird paw at the top to light the bong. Like they're, but at 4.20 in the morning, they're run, 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 running. And I grab them, I grab them, and I'm like, stop. 
and I'm trying not to be loud because the neighbors can hear everything. And they're like, I'm close ahead, I'm so tight. And then I fall asleep and they run away again. And then I wake up. Okay, these are my cat issues. It's not funny, it's just real life. Cats. What cat? Oh, I wanted to do more new life lesson jokes for y'all. So I also, I've been having some dental stuff done lately. That happens every once in a while. I love my dentist so much because I learn life lessons every time I go. And I learned these three lessons last time. One, I can keep my mouth open a long time without complaining. <laughs> Two, my gag reflex is way less pronounced than I thought it was. <laughs> and three, I like a man's fingers in my mouth. That's learning things together. You know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair <laughs> when you're in the <laughs> dentist chair? That is awkward. That is weird. You can sit down in one of the socially distanced chairs or you can grab one and move it to wherever you want. You can even move it across the street if that makes you feel safe. Everyone has their masks on. That's great and safe. And we're all being super safe and I love that. Only 158 people have died in San Francisco. So wherever we're doing, we're doing it right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah! Like, that's, that's just like San Francisco people to be like, look at us do it right and let's high five ourselves all the time. Yeah, but don't high five. Do the elbow because it's not safe to high five anymore. Don't touch anybody. <laughs> don't touch. I saw dogs touching today and I was like, ooh, are you sure that's going to be okay? <laughs> are your dogs, are dogs getting COVID? Like, is it, a what? Cool. Uh, one more new joke for you guys. What did I come up with this week that I was thinking about? Well, this is this is exciting. This is this is barely. This is on the verge of clean. You know. Uh, I'm very excited right now because I realized I, I read some articles. You know, and I found out that uh, clitori, clitorises, clitori, clitorises, clitorati, clitorati. The the clitoris in utero is actually a tiny dick. It's about six weeks. They're the same cells all together. And at about six weeks, one of them starts to protrude and one of them just does its thing and then the balls descend and then ovaries are up here. It's basically, we're basically the same. What I'm saying is that clits are tiny dicks. All sizes matter, okay? I have a tiny, awesome dick and it's time that we all appreciate that like what is this about Ooh, small dicks are gross no small dicks are great celebrate my tiny cock yeah rock out with your cock out it's the same stuff the same amount of nerve endings everyone why do we keep chopping off the tips of our baby's dicks you know circumcision his choice his decision not funny just real stop stop mutilating your children's genitals right hi Brian Crow. All right, uh, I should end on something hard, not like my tiny, tiny. My clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, uh, who wants to take the bullet? Ms. Pickles, uh, this is her like sixth set ever in the history of ever. I shouldn't have said that because you're so funny and amazing that no one would ever know it. It's her 60th, 600th set. It's numbers don't matter, just like size. It just doesn't even, it doesn't even, they're just, time is irrelevant. 
Numbers are nothing. She's hilarious. You're going to love her. Okay, so here's the thing, too, about safety and whatever with the mic. Um, I'm going to take this mic condom off. If you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, take your mask off, and then you put it down on top of the microphone. And don't take the part that you spit into and then put it on top of the microphone. Nay, you just take it off your ears and you put it around the microphone, and that way your spit saves them. Here's the thing about COVID. Just don't spit in each other's mouths, and we're fine. Everybody lives. Everyone lives as long as we just, it's just so much less intimate. Like, you want to, you find, you're like, I want to. Like your next comic, I was like, yeah, she's scared. I would, I wouldn't mind making out with her, but not now, because it's COVID times, and that's scary. I'm not sticking my tongue anywhere near your mouth. That's gross, because uh, it's scary. Hey, you're gonna love your first comedian. Oh, so um, there are chairs, and if you don't feel comfortable where you are close up, you can take a chair and move it to any place that's a location that makes you feel safe. And that's great. And remember, keep your masks on and be distant and be awesome. Clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night, Christina Pickles! Yay! Thanks, Pam. I got to live up to that now. Great. I wanted to look like I still had my mask on for the cops, so that's why I did this. Hey, everybody. My name is Christina. I'm very, 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 very new to this. And I'm hoping to make y'all laugh tonight. <laughs> so yesterday was Thanksgiving. Or as I like to call it, celebrating white people immigration day. <coughs> I'm happy to see all your bloated faces today. <laughs> it makes me feel better about my own. But yeah, Thanksgiving's one of those holidays. It's always been uh, very ironic to me. I mean, for one, the main dish kind of sucks. Nobody looks forward to it. For two, everyone pretends to be thankful only long enough to get ready to buy shit we don't need. And for three, <coughs> about 50% of Americans, <coughs> Trump supporters, use this time to gather around a dry bird and talk about how much they hate immigration <laughs> on none other than White People Immigration Day. <laughs> I'm not hating, though. I mean, what better way to celebrate white hypocrisy than celebrate the success of white colonialism and drink pumpkin spice? I might be being too hard on them, though. I mean, pumpkin spice is delicious. And I might be coming across like I hate Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't hate Thanksgiving. That's not a thing for me. I actually consider overeating one of my favorite pastimes, and I appreciate that the fattest country in the world has a holiday dedicated to overeating. Seriously, one of the best, and I appreciate that. I ate a lot, though, yesterday, you guys. I, I ate like COVID was going to kill me the next day. I had to jump about 20 times to get my jeans on this morning. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I mean, as long as my hospital gown and ventilator still fit, I'm good. 
It's been a weird year, though. I shouldn't face this way. That's not a good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it good? Uh, <laughs> it's been a weird year. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christmas is going to suck, too. Spoiler alert. I am looking forward to New Year's. I mean, not only do we get to count away a shitty year, but we get to count away a shitty president. You know, I think... I think it's almost poetic in a way that we're going to be counting down, you know, I, my family still looks at the giant ball that drops in New York City. You guys know the one I'm talking about. I don't know why it's a giant ball, but because we're counting away a shitty year and a shitty president, I think it would be a lot more entertaining to drop the ball on the White House lawn. That way, in true poetry, we can drop the giant ball on the lawn of the man who acts like his never did. <laughs> That's my time today, Pam. That's what I got. I didn't do too many fat jokes today. You don't even shame our fat president. Like, what are you doing? Oh, what did I? I uh, I'll leave my mask on because I can't find my condom. I put my condom in my pocket. I was gonna reuse my condom. That's gross. Like, don't reuse. Christina Pickles, everyone! Yay! I don't think that's a real last name, but I love. You sort of look Cuban, so it makes me really happy. I'm like, oh, put the pickles on the sandwich. I like it. So you're um, acidic. No, you're not. You're better. You're sweet. You're gorgeous and wonderful. Everybody clap it up again for Christina. Yay! Making fun of our president who's not going to be the president anymore soon. Yay! It's so scary, actually. The 72 days in between the uh, election and the inauguration, these 72 days where you know, he's like holding up in the White House. He's holding up there. He's like, I'm not going to leave. But he's also not going to say anything. And I can't wait in 20 years when we get to try him for war crimes because like 100,000 people die over these three. I don't want people to die. I'm just saying in 20 years we're going to try him for war crimes because a lot of people, because he can't. Hi! I was just making fun of the current president. Biden's going to be new. Yay! We're going to change everything and everyone wear masks and I don't know what's going to happen. Cool. I uh, I actually, no, I don't want to do my Melaniania joke. Uh, Melaniania. Does anyone know what her name is? The first lady? What's her name? Melania. It's Melania. Yeah, I could never know what her name was. Manon, Melania. Yeah, it could be Kardashian. The thing is, I have no idea what her name is because she never speaks. It's like you didn't say anything. You were there for four years. I'd love to make fun of her accent. I have no idea what she sounds like. Nothing whatsoever. The pictures, oh no, she's skinny and pretty, oh my God. And that's the thing, I grew up in the 90s, I know that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty, and I have an awesome eating disorder. Like, talk to us, Melania. Show us on the doll where he touched you, are you okay? She's from either Slovenia or Slovakia, I don't know. I don't know which country, but they both border Hungary, and my God, she's starving. Someone feed that lady. <laughs> First lady, that lady, feed her. Cool. All right, your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's going to play some music. 
because he actually has like it's so funny that he's a comedian because he actually has talent like he can play the guitar and the piano he can do all kinds of things but he's here to grace you with his amazingness put your hands together everybody for josh Kahn! yay safety thanks pam for building me up so much uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna be great clap it up for me I, sh I showered i put on pants that are clean that were clean three days ago i put on pants i put on pants guys that deserves clapping i love coming to pam benjamin's show because you always get like a lot of facts in with your comedy you know like she knows like how many electoral votes each state has like 72 days she's like oh the 72 days i'm like is this 72 is it really 72 days because this 72 days is gonna feel like 80 years between now and then so here's my impression of so joe get inaugurated so here's my impression of the administration in like the year like 2022 it's gonna go like this Hello, kamala are you in there yes joe i'm right here what Kamala, where did I put the launch codes again? They're in the bedside table drawer, Jill. Well, Kamala, what, how, do I, how do I vote? Do I veto this? You don't veto anything, Joe. You let me make all the decisions. You just sit there and look white. Oh, okay. What, a, what do I do? Kamala, did we, is racism bad? Yes, Joe, we agreed. Our public stance is that racism is bad. No, we, we want to forget that you signed the crime bill in 94. Just hope everybody glosses over that. I'm here. Thankfully, you're not going to screw anything up too bad. Um, so that is political stuff. I asked Pam to put me on second because she gave me some of her marijuana-infused bread. <laughs> I ate some. And I was like, Pam, you better put me up next. It's kicking in. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get through this thing. I don't, I don't need to wear the mask. I brought my mic on. You guys can hear me better this way. You can see how cute and deliciously sexy. And, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn. It's okay. I'm half Jewish, half Asian. That's why it looks like an interracial train wreck. Don't worry. Yeah, but Trump thinks he's like the, he thinks he's the hero of the pandemic. He's, he's, he's like, I'm the hero of the pandemic. I'm practically the pandemic's Batman, right? Because I saved everybody. And did Batman wear a mask? Okay, yes, Batman water mask, but it didn't cover his nose and mouth. I'm the Batman of the pandemic, everybody. Yeah, that's right. And then Bane, like he's, you know, he's like the Batman's president. Bane's just working at some Korean barbecue. He's like, welcome to Soul of Gotham Korean barbecue. I am Bane, your server. You'll notice everyone in the restaurant is wearing a mask to prevent from COVID and the League of Shadows. If you remove my mask, it will be quite painful when I get COVID and die. People usually love Bane. It just seems like it's like flat out there. Everyone's like, no, man, Tom Hardy, you don't say that about him. He's a great actor. Mad Max. Mm. You can tell I'm getting, I'm just like, I'm high. Should I just? Um, yeah. I wanted to tell Kurt. That's right. That's right. That's right. You ever have those moments like where you're all like at like at work, like the smoke sesh before work and like everybody just goes quiet and into their own thoughts and then you break back in and be like, y'all, we just had a moment. You know what I mean? Like when everyone's in the smoke sesh and nobody's saying nothing because everybody's just thinking their own thoughts. It's a beautiful thing. It just came to me because I was speaking to anyway, so. Jokes and jokes and jokes. Kurt Cobain, dear Kurt Cobain, 
With the lights out, it is actually more dangerous, not less. I bought my toe. He's in denial. In denial. Mauricio, don't get, don't give me that, man. Okay, I'm gonna, here, okay, here's here, what Mauricio. What Mauricio said is, "I love you, Josh." Let me translate for that for you. There's a subtitle at the bottom. He says, "I love you, Josh," and the subtitle says, "Josh, shut the f up and play your guitar." So I will do that. Then he's like, "That is what I meant. That is what I meant, Josh. Just you know, stop telling the jokes that aren't working and just start playing your guitar, okay?" Our friendship is on the line with this set that you got going here. That's a perfect Mauricio, by the way. You'll hear him later, but that is spot on. It really is. Okay. So, guitar. Just clap it up for the fact that I have a guitar. You like it. It's, uh, yeah. You can just be the, 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 the worst human being on earth. If you play a good enough guitar, nobody cares, right? You just be like a great human being, like like Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna like this joke, man. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Now he wrote the, so very, but very sad because he had a child that fell out the balcony window right when he was partying, doing too much cocaine, back in the '80s or the '70s or something like that, right? He wrote that song, "Tears in Heaven," about it, right? Here's my thing. I don't think Eric Clapton's actually that sad about. Tears in Heaven, because like, how much money has he made off of that song? No? Would he be like, Would I still get paid if you were not in heaven? No? I'm just trying that out. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's punching up, though, Eric Clapton, because like people used to spray paint, Clapton is God, you know? And it's like, God, God sacrificed his first child for our sins. You know, Eric Clapton's God sacrificed his first child at a Coke party because he was on a binger. Ooh. Went too far. Went too far. Blame the cannabis. Uh, like me again. You guys like Bob Dylan? You guys like Radiohead? Yeah. So this is Bob Dylan singing Radiohead. <laughs> Bob Dylan sings Radiohead like this. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. No, no. Baby's got the bands. Oh, no. Do I have any real friends? Oh no! Bob Dylan singing Radiohead, everyone. That's what that was. <laughs> I am so, I'm off my rocker right now. I, you know, I actually, I want to start like an R&B band with Jim Carrey. We're going to call it Ace of Bass Ventura. What do you think? What do you think about that, you know? All that she wants is another baby. All righty then. Snoop Dogg. Remember when Snoop Dogg found reggae and he wanted to be called Snoop Lion? Remember that a few years ago? So now he found polka music. He wants to be called Snoop Cloggy Clog now. Comes in with some Swiss mizzle. Maybe some mini mush mizzles. Oh my gosh. Pam likes the, the well-written stuff. Okay, uh, what do I do? 
hey, you, you guys know what Led Zeppelin's favorite part of Thanksgiving is? The gravy, 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 gravy! <laughs> yeah, dude, drive like your drug dealer lives here. <laughs> no one put a gun to your nose and made you do that cocaine. Man, it's like a cocaine-centric night for me here. I swear it's only weed that, I, that I'm on. Uh, I was going to do something funny. Okay. I saw this commercial the other day. It was like, uh, I couldn't tell if it was a commercial for like interiors or furniture or whatever like that. I couldn't tell what it was for. And then the music for the commercial kicked in, and I was even more confused because it was like an ACDC song. Tell me if you can figure out what commercial this was. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case and you wanna get some time away but you don't wanna find a new place Just pick up your phone, say leave me alone I got an app for that Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go I found a two-room flat on Airbnb, I catch a flight. BNB, and I spend the night. BNB, then I drop a load. BNB, in the top of the commode. When you shit in the top of the, t the toilet tank, it's called an upper decker. And they flush it and they get poo the next time. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what I do when I Airbnb at your house. <laughs> Sorry, I just I paid for it, man. I paid the maid fee. Anyway, so if you see that commercial, I did not get paid for writing that, and I'm very angry. Call my lawyer. Um, I want to remind you all to donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can either do so here in the jar. Uh, it is we are funded by our listeners and our audience members. So be cool if you could drop something in the jar. If not, we do have a GoFundMe. No. No, I'm sorry, a Venmo. Scratch that, reverse it, a Venmo. Man, I am just like a great, I'm, the, I'm totally the person you want like shilling your stuff. I'm like, yeah, we have great shirts for sale. No, we sell blenders. Ah, blenders for sale. Ah. <laughs> but you want them, you want them, they're great. You feel like the Beatles would have been really anti-death penalty if they were still alive, you know? Like, you say you want electrocution, well, you know, we're going to have to shave your head. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so high from that bread. Beware, Pam's pot bread. One. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. One. If Pam was the witch in Hansel and Gretel, like Hansel and Gretel would have taken like two or three bites of her gingerbread house, 30 or 40 minutes later, they wouldn't have been able to push anybody into any oven. They wouldn't have been able to turn on the oven. Like, ugh. If Pam made all like the buildings in Godzilla, Godzilla would just bite one of them and just be like, Rawr! Dead. Okay. This is a good time, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll play one more song and I'll get out of your face. It'll be a short song. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the more COVID-19. And my germs are your germs, and your germs are my germs. The more we get together, the more COVID-19. Let's federally legalize marijuana, everybody. Bye-bye.
Josh Kahn, everyone. The song stylings and amazingment of Josh Kahn. Keep your hands clapping together. Yes. Yay. He does song parodies. I love karaoke. You know, the one thing I miss about COVID more than anything else is karaoke. We're not allowed to sing karaoke anymore, and that makes me very, very sad. Because I had a song that I sang at karaoke that was hilarious and amazing. I love Alanis Morissette. Yes. And I love her song, Isn't It Ironic? But I like to sing it in the style of James Hetfield. Right? Of Metallica. It goes like this. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Huh? A little too ironic. I really do think. It's like rayon on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. But Lars is very mad because no one's paying for their music anymore. It's all free. And he's very pissed off. Lars. Cool. All right. We've got more comics for you. Uh, who wants to go now? Oh, yeah. Your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's so funny and so amazing. He also is like, he's, he's, he's a millennial who's made his goals, you know? Like, he, he is the manager of a strip club. What could be better as a 24-year-old man than to be the manager of a strip club? You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I, I, love, I love watching world premiere soccer because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. But, but this next comedian, he's made his goals. He works in a strip club. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Yay! Keep fucking, or keep freaking clapping. Time I checked, it was swoop. Because it's red. It was a gang reference. I listened to too much music. Is that a marshmallow? You thought the trench coat was for nothing, huh? <laughs> it ain't for nothing. It ain't for nothing. Quit playing with me. Someone has to do it, you know what I mean? If Josh Kahn's gonna come up here and kill it with his props, I gotta come up here with, I just gotta play my part, you know what I mean? I can't look like I just walked out of the set of Law & Order SVU and not have a gun on me as well, you know? No, no? Okay, that's fine, that's fine. Did you guys not laugh at the Law & Order SVU joke because I still had the gun in my hand? Good, good, so good. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really, I could, I could do jokes, but I feel more inclined to do a story about me because Pam talked about my goals and aspirations and they pretty much end at strip club manager, let me tell you. <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, I am a dropout from Modesto, California. Uh, and I, I moved here to pursue uh, comedy and pussy. And... Uh, Unfortunately, vegan pussy and I don't really get along too well. I love it so much. It's so good. It tastes like mango white claw, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really like me too much. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get the tangerine flavor. It's fantastic. 
but it just hates me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's why I came out here to pursue. And uh, comedy kind of sucks, but oh, if, oh, what do you mean, Mark? You're just so great. Shut up. <laughs> shut. Shut up. Now, comedy kind of sucks, but you know, I, I've been I've been homeless out here twice. Uh, I've, le I've slept on the streets of San Francisco uh, and w one of those times of being homeless. And that's not like a unique thing for comedians. Uh, a lot of us are displaced. But through the trials and tribulations of life and being a white male who looks straight as could be, <laughs> took over a strip club on Market and 6th Street. So I guess, I don't know, I just really, I feel like I should have finished high school. <laughs> should have went to college, you know what I mean? then I wouldn't be taking pictures of naked women as a job. Started as a daytime DJ there. Damn. Should have never quit Petco. You know what I mean? Should have never quit. Should have just stayed at McDonald's in Ripon, California. Getting stuck behind tractors. You didn't even know there was tractors in California, did you? Let alone to get stuck behind them on a main road in a city. So good. Should have stayed out there. Most of you are old. <laughs> Older than me, so. So for this, this probably just sounds like a major flex. And the sarcasm is just, just feeling like a knife. But it's OK. We're, we're going to die the same year. It's good. It's OK. I don't have a bank account. I don't. I don't. I use Venmo. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, f I don't really trust banks. They don't trust me. It's a mutual thing. And I just, I don't know. So this is like one of the only holidays where I just want to kill white people, you know? I know. I'm just, so ungrateful. I'm so ungrateful. It's a, it's, a, it's a shitty thing, you know? I know, and it was horrible. It was so bad. I don't know why everyone gets around and like play, pr plays pretend. Like, what are you doing? What, the, what are you doing? What are you celebrating? Crazy. Bananas. It's freaking bananas. It's incredible. It's 2020 and Thanksgiving has not been canceled. It's incredible. How are you not going to fully commit? That should, I would have voted if someone would have said, my number one issue for 2021, we are canceling Thanksgiving. Are you wondering why? Yeah. Do you have the internet, sir? Yes, sir. <laughs> Do you not have Google? Maybe you use Bing. Do you use Bing? What do you use? You gotta get off Pornhub. There's a different search engine. That's <laughs> all I use the internet for. Porn. That's it. Come on. You think I got money like that? <laughs> then you just hear my whole sob story originally. No, I got money. That's why I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm on. I have. I'm subscribed to so many girls on OnlyFans that like my inbox, they just send out mass messages, right? So my inbox, it looks like I'm a creator on there because I have so many DMs that I've just not read because it's just so much. 
It'd be so expensive for me to read all those messages. Like, that's crazy. You know, there's a re there's an auto-renew feature on OnlyFans? You probably don't know this. These the, the delinquents know. There's an auto-renew feature. So before I officially kill myself, I have, to, I have to cancel those or else my family gets nothing that's left on my Venmo card. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've decided, I, I came to this conclusion. My death is inevitable. Yours too, yours as well. <laughs> Don't mean to burst the bubble. And with the way that I live my life masturbating for 17 hours straight on poppers and Adderall, <laughs> with things jammed inside of me that are not, they're considered foreign, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you see them around your house, you know, a Wiimote, A screwdriver, you never know. You never know. Not like the skinny piece, that would be not pleasurable at all. So you ever had a big screwdriver handle? Anyways. I'm just not I'm not gonna kill myself on like uh, three days after payday because I'll be broke. I'm gonna I, I gotta kill myself on payday. Blow it all on that day, bam. It was a great day. I'm not gonna die broke. What do I look like? Not a professional? I have thought this through, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Theys and thems. I was waiting for the 2020 uh, Aerosmith remix of Dude Looks Like a Lady. It's a they that looks like a them. <laughs> God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Get home safe. Mark Neuer, everyone. Reminding us that we live in San Francisco and we have the Trans-America building. <laughs> called the Trans-America Building. We're cool with it. Like, I'm down, baby. I like it. Call yourself any pronoun you want. I actually identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. <laughs> like, I have all the cats. I'll show you my wand later. I've seriously lost the plot. <laughs> it's COVID. I've lost it. I'm crazy. I'm super excited right now. I'm crazy about your next comedian. I haven't seen her in years, but she's been here in the past. And it's great that you came back, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm not going to let you said you're going to do whatever time you want. I'm not going to let you You do what time you want. Everybody put your hands together. It's Amanda Biddle. Yay! Yay! What's up, guys? How's it going? I'm going to do this weird math thing that you described. How's that sound effect? Now that wasn't free. I'm gonna need y'all to be Venmo me two dollars because that's my only fans. Can you hear me like this? Oh, it is. Oh, I'm on the radio. Holy shit! Okay, well, thanks for having me back, guys. Give it up for Pam, your lovely host, and all the other comedians that you've seen tonight. Um, I'm a little nervous because I haven't been on stage since before the pandemic or whatever we're calling it now. Um, but I don't know, I'm just gonna jump right in and I know what all of you guys are thinking now that you've kind of gotten a look at me. Um, my outfit, <laughs> it's super fucking cute, I know. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> um, and that's the real reason that I've been wearing it for four days. <laughs> that's nothing to do with the pandemic or my barely treated depression. 
Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I, um, I have been wearing this outfit for a while. It's comfortable. I like it. Um, I do comedy. I'm unemployed. I don't understand how credit works. So hey, I'm single. What's up? <laughs> but I don't date comedians because one of us has to get a place <laughs> so I can move in. Because we ain't moving in nowhere but my car. Um, and there's only room for me and my dogs. So what else do I want to tell you? Okay, yeah, so I do have a car. Um, I paid $250 for it. Don't want to brag. <laughs> the tires are bald, and only two of the passenger doors open. However, it's really fucking cool because I have a friend who is a mechanic, and he does shit out of his garage for me, so it's really cheap, so I can continue to live like a low life um, in style. So I go there and like I'm, I have a lot. I'm really extroverted, but I have a lot of social anxiety, and so I always try to like fill the airwaves with bullshit that ends up just making people more uncomfortable. But that's what I do. And so I'm at my friend's house, and it's normally him, and he's got this other dude there, and he's not friendly. He's not thinking I'm funny. It's really becoming overwhelming for me. So I just start like grasping at the environment for something to tell him what to do, and he like wheels over this little squeaky thing. It's like a cart with tools on it. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? What I'm talking about, <laughs> right, you're with me. So it squeaks over, and I'm like, hey, uh, when you're done doing what you're doing, you should put some WD-40 on those wheels. Clear that squeak right up. And he looked at me like I was some kind of idiot. He's like, uh, WD-40 is actually a degreaser, not a lubricant. I was like, <laughs> okay. I've been masturbating with it for years. <laughs> I know for a fact that it's a lubricant. <laughs> but thanks for the hot tip. Um, so yeah, I'm 32. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 32. I am never been married, no children. I have a younger sister who graduated college. She's got like a good job. She lives in a nice apartment in Seattle. She's like got her shit together. It's it's cool. I love to visit her. Her place is really comfortable. <laughs> um, but she's always trying to give me advice, and it's just like we're different. Get over it. But she like comes over to my house, and <sighs> I just moved in this place, and I'm like unpacking shit, and she comes into my room, and she's like, "Do you seriously have a twin bed?" I was like, "Yeah. So what? <laughs> I'm moving into a garage. Yes, I have a twin bed." She's like, "You're th over 30. You bring dudes back here?" I'm like, what? <laughs> like. Sometimes. <laughs> she's like, you seriously are bringing over 30-year-olds to a twin bed? I'm like, yeah. She's like, don't you think you're giving them like a weird message? Like, this is a mixed signal? I'm like, no. What's more clear <laughs> than a twin bed saying, I am down to fuck? <laughs> Sorry. I'm down to screw. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the radio. I am not down to sleep over. There's a big difference. I fucked up that joke. I'm sorry. I messed up that joke. I can't not swear. Holy crap. Um, okay, so... I feel like you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. I'm gonna leave you with one last little, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> Venmo me money, that's how I like love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one last thing uh, before I go, I'm just gonna share like a little story about myself. I, I've had a lot of failed romantic relationships, which I'm sure is shocking to all of you, because I just seem perfect. <laughs> like a pillar of stability. Um, but yeah, so I've had all these whatever messed up relationships, but I had this one relationship that was um, particularly volatile with this one person, and we'd play this game that I call dysfunctional ping pong. Some of you may be familiar. I don't know, you guys look happy, maybe you don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's a game where one person <laughs> says something, you guys seem cute too. You don't know what I'm talking about. One person says something mean, the other person says something mean, and you like go back and forth. 
Anyone? Oh, everyone's here perfect? Oh, cool. No one's, no one's been mean? Okay, cool. Well, I was playing this game. I said something mean. He said something mean. I said something mean, too. And then he says to me, you know what, Amanda? I wish that when you were younger, someone would have thrown acid in your face <laughs> so that you could have developed a personality. <laughs> Whoa, sick burn, right? <laughs> to which I replied, are you saying I'm like really pretty? <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Thank you guys, I'm Amanda Biddle. Normally I wouldn't do this, but follow me on Instagram or Twitter. My name is my name, so thank you. Thanks. Give it up for Pam. Give it up for all the comedians. Venmo, Mutiny Radio. Yay! And me. <laughs> Amanda Biddle! Definitely Venmo her. That was lovely. That's so great. Yeah, I want people to throw acid in my face too, but it's a different kind of acid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, please. Throw acid in my face. I like that. And I will probably like you more once I'm on said acid. I don't know. Drugs are cool. Drugs aren't cool. Drugs are cool. Here's the thing. You can microdose ketamine, but you can't microdose cocaine. You can only macrodose cocaine. That's just the way it works. It's a macrodosable drug. Your next comedian, what a what a wonderful human being he is. He has actually saved my life once. I was um, too many of the moon rocks. Um, all the millennial kids, they do the XY2 KDB. I don't know. There's all these letters and numbers. They stick together. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a fingernail scraping off of this, put it in my mouth. I was like, this is too small to snore, and I'll just put it in my mouth. And then I'm like laying around on the ground. They're like, who is that old lady laying on the ground, rolling around? And they're like, we should call an ambulance. And Hunter was like, no, I'm going to take her home. She's fine. She's just really high so he <laughs> saved my life hunter saved my life.com put your hands together for your next comedian hunter uniac yay yeah. yay for saving pam's life no don't do that she's an amazing person keep it going for pam benjamin everybody yes we're only allowed one f word right pam any at all nope. goodbye no <laughs> i'm joking hi i'm hunter uniac did you guys have a good thanksgiving Nice, nice. I almost said F, yeah. That's crazy. No, I, I, I realize I'm a horrible son on Thanksgiving because my Christmas present to my parents was Thanksgiving dinner. See, one person laughed. The rest of you are horrible people. You are. That's like if, it, that's like if I gave you your birthday present on July 1st and, uh, 1st and said it's also your Christmas present. Like, how, that doesn't make any sense at all. What's going on? It's weird. I don't know. My girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. It wasn't recently. She broke up with me like three years ago, but I'm still saying it's a joke because it hurts me inside, but it's still funny. But she broke up with me recently. Um, uh, I didn't know why she broke up with me. I, I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. It's fun. I, I, what I thought when I met her first, I found she's a raver. Because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. Before I met this girl, I was only sleeping with single mothers. Happened on accident. But you know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. The snacks. They're amazing. One time, this woman, she gave me a fruit by the foot right after. And I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was going to get six inches that night. Yeah, you stopped clapping after I finished that joke. 
<laughs> hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. That's not really a joke. I just like saying, because that's what tells me who's the cool people and the weirdos from the audience. You know? It's fun. A little bit about me. Um, uh, my dad's a current tweaker. My mom's a former coke addict. And I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. Why are you applauding for my childhood trauma? Why? I, like, please do. It's the only reason I'm funny and I have a personality. Nobody need to throw a bat of acid in my face for that. I just grew a beard instead. I don't know. That's weird. I, um, but yeah, I'm half white and half Filipino. Yeah, which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. Did they work? No, that's why I'm doing stand-up right now. I guess the point is, I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. Oop. Oh, I can't? Bitch, yes. That's going to be my new left word, people. I bitch with you guys. <laughs> I'm so white, my favorite rapper was the singer from Linkin Park. That one's not a joke. I wrote that before he died. You know how bad I felt after? I didn't feel bad at all. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. Yeah, the whitest lady in the room was the only one who laughed at that. That's how white I am. Mauricio, I bitch with you. We're having fun, guys. We're having fun, guys. Uh, you guys like drinking? Yeah, a little fun fact about drinking. Up until the year 1820, the only way you could have clean drinking water was if alcohol was in it. Alcohol. Yeah, that's how they sterilized it. You already know. I can tell you're slouched down on your chair right now. Yep. That's why Jesus came to water Dude, you fucking, you know my joke. All right, just listen to this. I never met this guy in my life. You never met this guy in my life, and he's already stealing my punchlines. I bitch and hate you right now. Part of the game, well actually no, like, I, I, that, no, bitch you, I have nothing to say. Let me say a joke guys, stop bullying me. This is on the radio, my mom listens to the radio, stop making fun of me in front of my mom, people. What? That's right. What the bitch was I saying? Oh. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know that story with the uh, Jesus fed three people with three, uh, like uh, with five thousand people with three fish. Story you're talking about, sir? Yeah, do you know what happened next to? It says so in the Bible. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. <laughs> Jesus says, "Take my hand; I shall guide you in the promised land." That's him trying to get his drunk ass apostle friends home at four in the morning. You know, after the bar's all closed in Biblical Bethlehem, I see him pacing up and down the streets of Biblical Bethlehem going, Judas! Judas! Jesus, bitch in Christ. I swear to God, you're going to be the death of me one of these days. I like how you guys are. You already stole the fucking joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. You already stole the joke. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Why are you even laughing? It's like, I don't know. We're sad? That's not how laughter... Actually, you're a comic. That is how laughter works. 
You know what? I was going to say another joke, but you said good job. I'm going to end it on that. Yay me. Give him a Pam, everybody. Yay, Hunter Uniac! Yay! Yay. That was exciting. He was talking about God. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Raw! 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 It's God, right? Like, that's the... Is that how that works? All right, your next comedian how much fun is this gonna be she's amazing she has a show here on tuesdays from four to six called always free she's a rainbow family anyone in the rainbow family yes yes always free i know it's well it's not a, it's not a cult it's just a it's just a bunch of people that like to like feed each other and take care of each other and the Rainbow Family's gorgeous. They just smell a little weird. Like, get over it. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Rachel Pinson. Yay! It's really nice hearing somebody else try to convince me I'm not in a cult this time. <laughs> I'm going to take this thing that I've been breathing in all day and put it over this mic for everyone's safety. I hope you don't mind. Yes, I'm Rachel Pinson, and I don't know if you guys recognize me, but it's true. I was the person taking a piss in the alley right before the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, you're next? Is that what she's saying? Oh, I thought Mauricio was next. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was going to, I had this whole thing ready about how I'm glad my arch nemesis was here and how we're immortal enemies. Like it's past mortal enemies, it's like we're immortal enemies. Like every lifetime we come back and we're mortal enemies again, over and over again. Anyway, that's Mauricio. <laughs> Good talk, Mauricio. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the lines of consent and like how guys think it's so muddled and hard to find, but like if a girl wants to have sex with you, you'll know, <laughs> like you will definitely know. It's been premeditated from the day she met you. She already had, she's like, you're, she's on the phone with you, you know, she's like, why weren't you here yesterday? What, you live in San Francisco? Like I live in Kentucky. all you have to do is hop on the bus, say you're going to San Rafael, then it's only $14. The driver switch, you get to save six bucks, man. Like I just shaved, I have like four more hours of being soft, <laughs> all right? I just re-upped my Valtrex, why weren't you here yesterday? That's all I'm saying, like you will know when a girl wants it, like she will, <laughs> it's very clear, I don't under, yeah, anyway. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents, but then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents. Yeah. I don't need a man to help me with that. <laughs> I'm a feminist <laughs> or something. <laughs> me and my boyfriend quit drinking together, so now I just drink alone. Which is probably why I don't have a boyfriend. 
All right, cool. That was for Ernest. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Okay, you were. She was like, she was talking about. I'm just going off script. She was like, oh yeah, they're great, but they're kind of stinky. So like, I I work this job, right? I had two uh, options of employment. One was to be a bar back, and one was to work in the cannabis industry. So I went with the cannabis industry, and then all the bars closed. So I think that I picked the right one. But uh, I had a bunch of friends come in, and they were like, "Oh yeah, your friends are really great, but they like smell really bad, and they're kind of weird." And I'm like, "My people!" <laughs> and I offered them like a shower at my house before work. But I don't know if you know this, but like whenever someone who hasn't showered in a long time, like a hippie, takes a shower, they don't smell clean. They just smell like wet hippie. It doesn't really help, but we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to do this. What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> you guys being COVID safe and socially distant? At the beginning of COVID, everyone's like, hey, man, stock up on toilet paper because toilet paper's flying off the shelves. Like, you need more toilet paper. Get more toilet paper. And it was all gone. And I got a bunch of toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know, because I'm lonely. <laughs> Back order on Amazon, it's, it's rough, man. I say, let's all, are you guys ready? I, I pulled us together for a meeting. I think we should go looting. I think we should loot CVS and put toilet paper back on the shelves, man. Like, let's do it. Let's give the people, let's give the people what they need. If you want to stop gang violence, take away their badges. That's not a joke. I just wanted to say that. Why are you guys here? <laughs> yeah. Defund their badges. Yeah, speaking of defunding, I was thinking about Planned Parenthood. I was <laughs> I was on this uh, radio show with someone who was like this super pro-life uh, atheist animal activist person who's just like, oh, killing babies is murder. She's so anti Planned Parenthood. And I'm like, dude, thanks to Planned Parenthood, I'll never have to have an abortion. You know, like, that's just like, anyway, I got one minute left. My soapbox. What can I leave you guys on that's clean? <laughs> We're talking about sex. Sex is clean, right? If you're doing right or something. Um, I don't know. What was that? <laughs> yeah, wash, unless this is the wet hippie <laughs> smell. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a hippie, but I'm really bad at it. Like, I really love taking showers and eating meat. <laughs> and I don't think that shoving a crystal in my body is going to cure my yeast infection. Like, no matter how many times I try. There's no science behind that, you know? Like... I just kind of fell into the lifestyle, you know, like, the free love. <laughs> like, actually, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> the, like, traveling for free. <laughs> like, did you know that people will just, when you're a 20-something young hippie, they'll just give you drugs and travel you around for free in their vans? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> like, the wondering, like, was I really in an open relationship, or did I just get tricked into joining some kind of weird, um, like, sex cult? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, STD. All right. <laughs> Pam Benjamin. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, you ain't got no shoes. <laughs> like, that's... 
Does everybody remember our good friend George W. Bush? Like, yeah. He said that once. I love the George W. Bush quote. Um, I think he said, um, hey, uh, you know, a lot of people say that uh, the presidential library is pretty big for one copy of Good Night Moon. <laughs> right? I got to get back to Crawford, Texas. Ah, you know, Laura's making taquitos. That's Mexican for little tacos. <laughs> Your next comedian is my second favorite Mexican in San Francisco. He is an amazing human being. He's super hilarious. He runs FDAL, few drinks and a laugh. He's super funny. He has shows coming up all over the Bay Area. Put your hands together right now for Mauricio! Yay! What, this is my time, goddammit. Yeah, I don't know who you are. You look like an undercover cop with a mask, goddammit, you know? Damn. I was like, this guy looks like a black man. Wow. All right, my name is Mauricio, and my comedy sucks. My name is Josh Kahn, part two, man. That's what I like to do, man. That's what we do, yeah. Uh, I heard over. I heard earlier that someone said like they don't want people to die. I want you to die. I'm half indigenous. I have yet to meet a black person and a Mexican with COVID. I only meet white people with COVID. Is that fair, man? And I'm glad that you're dying. I really am. I want you to fucking die. I'm half indigenous. Oh, one right. Last one, last one. All right, sorry. Damn, I'm getting passionate because uh, you guys got to celebrate Thanksgiving, or as I call it, thank you for taking my land, right? I'm half indigenous. I represent a tribe called Zapotec and Mistec, so we hate all of you. Every day I'm on this mic, every day I'm out there with a pistol, I want revenge, like every day. Like right now, if you're not dying from COVID, I want to give you blankets with smallpox and maybe a little AIDS, you know? That's my that's my jam, you know? I want revenge. I want revenge so bad. I am the only Mexican on this damn on this damn mic, and there ain't no other, you know? Like, God damn it. I'm the only one representing the mission right now, or as we call it, La Misión, you know? Yeah. But then, uh, so we don't get Karen, I'm going to say the mission, right? You know? One thing I like to talk about being indigenous, man. I call it Indigenous Day Part 2. One thing that sucks about last night is, like, I wish to be thankful I need to rip the heart out of a virgin. That's it, man. I couldn't do it because everyone in Oakland who claims to be hard said that's illegal. You know? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I was like, what is this, you know? Everyone is scared, man. One thing that sucks is, like, I don't respect any of you. I hate Americans. I really do. I'm from Mexico, Mexicali, the real California. Have you guys heard of this? Before conquistadors raped us? Damn. It was beautiful, man. Mexicali is the real ghetto. I don't know about your guys' ghetto, right? It's the real ghetto. Mexicali, Mexico is so tough. That the minute my, uh, I got bit by a dog and hit with a stick, and after my father put the stick down, he abandoned me. I was like, no, I can change, man. Just give me a chance. I will grow, you know? I will grow. One thing that really sucks about Mexicali, Mexico is that everybody in Mexicali, Mexico is hot and down to sleep with each other. Damn. Yeah, you guys have a weird thing called dating, right? I don't, I don't understand this. In Mexicali, Mexico, a woman just grabs you to have sex with you and have 30 kids, and we build an empire, you know? <laughs> No dinner, too, man. I don't got to pay for anything, right? And I like when my friends are like, why is it so tough then, man? If everyone is hot and down to sleep with each other, why is it so tough, Mauricio? I was like, because I want to sleep with 95% of my cousins. <laughs> and I have a chance because they get impressed when I bring a U.S. $20 bill. Dang, man. The family reunion is awkward, you know? Yeah. 
I don't know, I used to love to kiss my aunt on the lips, man. That was awesome. And we're like, yeah, I guess it's for New Year's, you know? Yeah. And then jacked off, you know? Like, whatever, you know? God damn it, I still love her. Tia Lupe, forever. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when she rubbed, like, Vicks on my chest, man. That was intimate, you know? Yeah. But I'm half indigenous, man. I also hate Mexicans. Is that weird to say? There's two types of people in Mexico. We have white people too, man. We call them Jalisco, and they root for Chivas, and we hate them every day. I'm indigenous, so we hate the people that are trying to kill us every day. The one thing that sucks about Thanksgiving and Indigenous Day is I wish that white people would let me celebrate the way I want to celebrate, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I want to get in the backyard of a white tech couple, right? And I start sending smoke signals to my friend Little John, right? You know? Yeah, and then we start showing up with paint on our face, right? And I would love it if the white couple's like, calls the cops, like, hey, there's these weird brown people with like paint all over the face, and they keep doing smoke signals, and they're eating weird bread. Can you kick them off our lawn, you know? And I would love it if the cops, like, hey, it's Indigenous Day. It's just for one day. Let it be, right? He's like, go out there and actually eat bread with them, and then you're going to learn something new, because white people are culturally stupid, you know, right? So I would love it. Like, what? You gotta be kidding me! You're not gonna kick them out. Like, go out there, learn something. I would love it if they're out there. Like, all right, man, I was wrong. These are nice people. One day, let's eat this cornbread. This is good. And I would love it if the sea of people just broke up, right? And then in the midst of that darkness, you see me covered in blood, right? And I ripped the heart out of a virgin and I put it up to the sun. And I'm like, nasa man, nasa man, nasa man. Yeah, just so corn can grow tomorrow, you know, right? <laughs> and I would love it to that same white guy's like, they just ripped the heart out of a virgin. Kick them out now, <laughs> right? And the cop's like, was she white? No, she was brown. It's Indigenous Day. <laughs> All right, my name's uh, Josh Khan. Thank you. Mauricio! Find him on Facebook. He's under Mauricio Cadazzo, which I think it has to do with cheese. He, his jokes are not cheesy. They're delicious and amazing. Your next comedian. Oh, I'm so excited for him. He, uh, he's recently come into my life, and every moment has been joy and beauty and light. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Yay! Happy Friday! Oh my god, I feel like there's so many faces I don't know here, um, which is great. So let me start out with a fun fact about myself. My name is Peter, and I am saving myself for marriage! <sighs> yeah, good Christian man here. Um, you know, I'm just saving all my love for the right woman. And uh, in the meantime, I've let about 200 dudes plow me from behind. Yes, I am super gay in case that was not clear to anyone here. Uh. Yeah, I am gay. I get hit on a lot by older men. Not like your nice George Clooney Silver Fox type, no. Instead, imagine if Fisherman's Wharf were a person. <laughs> Just smells like seawater and in and out and shame. 
There's a prison in the background you would rather be at. I'm talking like some fairy of a geriatric who's going to ask me on a fanciful date. <laughs> Do you want to get mint juleps or chaperone a band trip? Like, no, dude. I don't want to take a lavender bath and listen to Careless Whisper, okay? Uh, Thanksgiving brings out the worst in everyone, right? <laughs> the people who piss me off the most on Thanksgiving are the ones who are like, I don't need one day to be thankful because I express gratitude every single day. You know, you know. It's like, we get it. Your shitty little Etsy shop is about to go out of business. <laughs> I will give you a pity like for a charm bracelet if we can just move on. Uh, I, I didn't eat turkey yesterday. I actually had pot pie. Yeah, I was like, you know, good hearty meal. Like, doesn't need to be turkey. Something else, something different. Uh, didn't realize I was eating a pot pie. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I got high out of my mind. I was like, where am I on the space-time continuum? Uh, yeah, so I got high. I watched gay porn, did a little... Uh, uh, uh. Um... <laughs> Lot to be thankful for on that special day. Uh, oh, where did I want to go? Um, I, I've been a little stressed with work lately, but you know, I'm trying to rise above the hardship and uh, really create a morning mindfulness routine for myself. So, uh, you know, I wake up and I I uh, look in the mirror and I take a deep breath in. And then I sing the chorus from Christina Aguilera's Fighter. Like, makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much wiser, thanks for making me fighter. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Donate to Mutiny Radio so I can continue doing those musical stylings. Um, but yeah, no, I sing fighter, and that's like what gets me pumped up, you know? That's when I'm like, like I'm gonna solve an equation. Also, a little behind the scenes on that uh, bit, my neighbor can't stand me because I keep trying to butcher those vocals, okay? I learned the hard way that he does not appreciate my musical talent. We had a rather awkward conversation about it. He's like, yeah, bro, can you not sing Fighter at 11.30 at night? I'm like, sorry, I have the Sunday scaries. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? Hell hath no fury like a gay man singing Fighter. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to end it tonight. Thank you, everyone. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Peter Struckmeyer, everyone. Yes! Yes! Today, I look like I'm dressed as a rich person, and it's just costuming. This is all. Everyone's giving me all. That was an amazing set, Peter. Yay! Your next comedian, wow. He, 
he I love him so much. I've known him for years, and he's a wonderful human being, and you're gonna love his jokes right now. Put your hands together for Mike Bonds. Yay! Yeah. Are we gonna raw dog this microphone, Pam, or what? <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Take your mask and go, oh, like, okay. go like that and oh, okay. put it over that way. Like that. There you go. I need to stop hanging out with so many white people, y'all. I'm just, I'm just saying. This shit is crazy. <laughs> Did y'all have fun yesterday on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I know, right? We all had a good time, man. I went over to my Mexican partner's house yesterday, man. It was fun. You know, it was great. But he asked me to bring a turkey through. So, you know, I never cooked a turkey before. So I had to smack it, flip it, and rub it down. Oh no! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things yesterday. It got it got a little nasty with the turkey yesterday. That's all I'm saying. But it tasted good though. Tasted good. He called me today. They still over there partying. So after this, if y'all want to go to a Thanksgiving after party, let me know. It's going down. <laughs> I'm gonna get right into it. I realize I got a big ass head. Clap it up if you got a big ass head. Come on, I see some big heads in the crowd, brother. Come on now. Clap your hands, brother. <laughs> Clap your hands. You know what I'm saying? It ain't easy having this big ass head. I'm just. I need to find my big head people. That's all I'm saying, man. You know? Big head people, we always want to sit in the front row. Don't we like this brother right here? Always cut. You know, you know she can't see behind you, brother. You know that. You know what I'm saying? You know she can't see behind you, man. You know? I went to go buy a hat the other day, and, you know, and the dude at the hat shop was like, hey, brother, it's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we get your size in. You got a big ass head. That's all I'm telling you. You got a big ass head. Damn. And it's cold, too, because I had to have that conversation with my son. You know, hey, this is how you deal with the police. And son, you got a big-ass head. <laughs> you know, like this is, this is some real stuff we got to talk about, you know? You know? I looked at his mama the other day, and I was like, wow, I see where he get it from. He, he get it from my side of the family, you know? <laughs> y'all enjoying this COVID thing, man? I know y'all enjoying this COVID. I know. I know nobody's enjoying it. I know. I, I picked up a few... A few bad, uh, a few bad habits for COVID. You know, I realize I like food porn. Clap it up if you like food porn. Come on now, you know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like I sneak away at night to watch a good enchilada being made. You know what I'm saying? It's getting crazy. You know, mac and cheese. Oh my goodness! Hold oh, on, I'm gone for about 20 minutes on that one. I'm gone for about 20 minutes. And they got the nerve to melt the cheese all slow and everything. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm not crazy nothing like that, but after I got done jacking off, I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm not jacking off the food porn no more. This is it. <laughs> One thing I miss about the COVID is buffets. You know, big man like myself, we love buffets. You know, you love buffets, you know. Real talk, man. I was in a buffet before the COVID ended, man. There was a kid running around the buffet. Hey, fat man, hurry up, man. I said, like, why don't we get the kid? I will slap a kid in a buffet. You know what I'm talking about? Get your ass. <laughs> you know? And he's taunting me and everything. Hey, fat man, hurry up, man. Hey, somebody better get this kid. Then the kid took a piece of chicken and put it in a little fudge fountain and he threw it at me. It's like, somebody better get this little kid. I messed around and tried it and turns out it was pretty good. So y'all go ahead and try that chocolate chicken. You know what I'm saying? Tell him this little badass kid gave you the, <laughs> gave you the, you know what I'm saying? Little badass kid, you know? But damn it, if chocolate chicken ain't good, <laughs> shoot, man. <laughs> you know, we got any married people out here clapping up if you're married, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, you can't argue with your wife anyway, man. You can't, brother, you can't. I went out and got a book on how to argue with my wife. First page that said, shut up. That was a whole book. Just shut up. Second chapter, shut up. <laughs> you know, you can't do that arguing stuff, man. You got to watch it, you know. 
You got to watch it. I know. It's crazy these days. Anybody got any tattoos? Clap it up if you got tattoos. Most people out here should have tattoos. You know? I feel like I need to bless this body with a tattoo. You know, I haven't put a tattoo on myself yet. And everybody's going out and getting all these monumental tattoos, their kids' birthdays, their grandmother's names, pictures on their cells and everything. And then there's these people who get Asian writing on their arm. Like, what's that for? You know what I'm saying? I got a buddy that got Asian writing on his arm. He's your faith, light, moon, sun. I said, you sure? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you positive? Well, I want to get some Asian writing on my arm. I want it to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice. You know what I'm saying? Because when I go to an Asian restaurant, I'll be like, hey, my order's right here. Don't mess it up. It's right here. You see that? I did it for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't mess up my order because they always get it wrong, right? <laughs> it was right here. It's here. <laughs> it's here. Oh my goodness. Anybody seen a therapist? We got any therapists in the house, man? I know, right? You're a little crazy. I know. You got crazy eyes. I know. You know. <laughs> I'm seeing a therapist, and my therapist, she's really, really nice. She's been really good to me, but she always wants me to open up in ways that I feel weird, you know? So I went in the other day, and she was like, Mike, I want you to open up today. I want you to tell me what's going on. This is your therapy. I, I, I know. I said, you sure you want me to tell you what's going on? She said, no, I really want to know. I said, you sure? She said, I'm your therapist. I said, well, do you think it's okay to jack off to my therapist? <laughs> so I got a new therapist, and he's really great. He's good with me. He's been on, on point. Hey, you guys, I'm Mike Bonds. That's been my time. Mike Bonds, everyone. Hilarious individual, yes. Talking about therapists. I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. And I looked up at her, and I was like, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down, and she said, your uterus is made of clouds. And the powder bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And I was like, oh, Bjork, you told me nothing. You're next comedian. Of <laughs> I know. No one knows who Bjork is anyway, so it's fine. It's like it's a moot joke. And then moot, is that a word? Do we know how to read? cool i'm a witch i know how to read so is your next comedian he's a warlock you're gonna love him he has gorgeous amazing hair and very very funny jokes put your hands together for Ernest evangelista yay hey guys how you guys doing i should take this mask off hey guys how you guys doing Cool. Um, did you guys go Black Friday shopping? I didn't either. I did my Black Friday shopping during the riots. Like my outfit. These are new shoes. Cool. How was your COVID? Did you guys find any new hobbies? Uh, I've been, ha I've been, uh, I've been riding now. That's my new hobby. Uh, I've been writing, uh, gay fan fiction. Also, I am a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. So, I decided to combine the two. How, you may ask? Imagine if all 19 hijackers were gay. How romantic would that be, right? <laughs> you know, they're in the cockpit, 
It's real sweaty. It's real hot. He knows he's going to kill himself for Allah. But then he looks at this bearded gentleman. He's like, I don't want to suck your dick right now. I want you to shove that twin tower penis into my bloody pentagon. It's right. You should buy my Amazon book. I'm... Please. It's really good. Cool, guys. I don't know where to go. Who here took a COVID test? I took a COVID test. I test positive for cocaine. I like wearing masks because you can't tell how much cocaine is in my nose. Um, no, you guys, you guys ever got in trouble for doing cocaine? You guys ever, uh, you were outside, maybe Asiento, and then, uh, security guard came out to you and was like, hey man, stop doing that cocaine. And I was like, hey man, shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, no I'm sorry. Hey man, please shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm doing cocaine. You sound like a cop. Hey man, prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine. Turns out he was a cop. And then I got arrested for cocaine possession. You guys ever got arrested for cocaine possession before? And then you have to go to court. But then you're doing cocaine the other night. And you're like, hey man, I'm out of cocaine right now. I gotta go to court. I need to wake up. I should probably take this acid. And then you go to court tripping balls on acid. You ever did that? And you look the judge in the eye while your eyes twitching, and you say, "Please don't hurt me, Daddy." And he's like, "Fuck, fudge you, thirty days." And then you go to jail for thirty days. You guys ever been to jail for thirty days? Okay. I miss jail. I miss it. I learned a lot about myself in jail. In jail, I learned my worth as a man. In jail, I'm about worth two packs of cigarettes, a pair of honey buns. That's my name in jail, honey buns, for some reason. Mainly because I used to boof. You know what boofing is? Okay, I'll tell you about it later. Um, hey, guys, what's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. What's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged. You don't like butt stuff. You ever shove things that vibrate up your butt? You ever shove the iPhone 11 up your butt? And try to get your friends to FaceTime you? My number's uh, my phone's currently up my butt right now. Can someone call me? And honestly, that's why I was really popular in jail. Because I got to sneak phones up my butt. Alright guys, have a good night. Ernest Evangelista, honey buns, as he's known in jail. That's good. I've been in jail. Yeah. I speak a little Spanish. I have one joke in Spanish. Que pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones de todos vienen. 
Does anyone speak Spanish? See, I, I had to explain a joke, but it's it's to come, but it's it's a double entendre in Espanol. Yay, yay! That's a. I have two master's degrees. All right, that's why I hang out on the street corner and say things into a microphone. Your next comedian. She is an amazing human being. She's been in bands. Go uh, look up, if you're on Spotify, look up the band Bed, B-E-D, period. They're from Portland, and it's they're amazing. They're like shoegazer, gorgeous wonderment. And she's going to tell you jokes right now. Put your hands together for Sierra Hager. Yay! Ow! Got your own condom, Stop yelling at me. <laughs> oh, man. I know what you guys are thinking. Teenage Mutant Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah, I'm a musician. I'm going to sing some songs for you guys tonight, just like Josh Kahn. Um, here's another one. It's uh, this is just like more autobiographical, I guess, because um, I got sunburned on a cloudy day. <laughs> white girl, white girl. It's <laughs> a song I wrote about living in San Francisco. It goes. Uh, Upstairs neighbors vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time. <laughs> I'm learning German. You got this little like German program. Um, and this is the conversation they teach you. It's like the first thing. And this is if you, if you don't speak German and you're going to Germany and you just need to find someone who speaks English because it's like an emergency. So here's the conversation you go. Uh, okay, so here we go. Okay. Entschuldigen Sie, verstehen Sie English? Nein, ich verstehe kein Englisch. <laughs> verstehen Sie Deutsch? It's an English speaker over here. It's like Nein. <laughs> <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. This is, uh, I had the worst day of my life recently. Um, this year, my grandma died in my arms, and also I got divorced. Uh, and this worst day of my life that happened really recently doesn't have anything to do with either of those things. <laughs> That's how bad this day. I know. I know. So, okay, so, so this story has a backstory. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I had the most beautiful, like, magical sexual experience with a man. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. I'll let you guys laugh about that all night long. Let's just keep it going. Okay. Um, it, was, it was this boy, and his name, was, his name is Dylan Blackman. Interestingly, a white man as he will. And he was so beautiful. That's his real name. I would never make that up. That's insane. Um, he was so beautiful. He, I just, I remember about him, he had these two sparrow tattoos on the inside of his shoulders. And he had like, he was just like really, um, just like 
he didn't break tension with laughter. You know what I mean? He, he was just so sincere and he just looked into my soul and he made me feel so beautiful and so seen. And I was 19. So like that had for sure, that was, it was like another decade before that would even come close to happening again. Right. Um, and so we had this one magical night and the next day he got on a plane and moved away to New York city for art school. Cause that's, that's where boys like that go is art school. I wish I had known I would have practiced anything. Um, at all and so okay so uh and then like like 11 years passes i like i got married i moved to portland i had a kid i got divorced i moved back to san francisco covid grandma dies right all that you guys remember you remember my life my whole <laughs> life that's my whole life uh and i had this weird dream about him when i moved back to the bay area it was just like super out of the blue i hadn't thought about him in years i had a weird dream about him uh and then this one morning i was like driving to the park it was like pretty peak COVID here, right? Driving to the park, that's like the only place to go. And I get out of my car and he's right there, sitting in the sunshine with a German Shepherd puppy in his, that's a racist dog. But I just, I was like, shh, shh, shh racist dog, it's right, it's, it's Dylan, he's there, there he is. And my first thought, my first thought was like, like, I can do this. Like, I am, I'm like, I am so, I have my shit so much more together. I'm lying to myself in this moment, but I was like, but I'm like, I can, I can, I'm a publicist. I can talk to this fucking boy. <laughs> Sorry, Pam. Uh, I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Uh, so I start walking toward him, and I and I make eye contact, and I give him this look that's like, hey, I know who you are, right? And then he looks back at me with this look that says like, you're a stranger I've never seen in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> And so then I said something really helpful to like get his memory going, apparently. And I, I'm like, I'm like, you're Dylan. Like he knew who he was, right? <laughs> <laughs> he knew who he was. That wasn't helpful. I'm like, you're Dylan. And then he looks at me and he goes, Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, and I remember divorce grandma dying. Remember that? All that stuff. <laughs> COVID. COVID. And then he goes, he goes, how are you doing? And, and the, the, like, as soon as he started talking to me, my whole body started convulsing, like, like middle school, first time talking to your crush, like physically shaking. I like lost my absolute shit. So I'm super, super, super nervous. And he's like, so how are you doing? And like the only thing that c I could come up, I was just like, so good. <laughs> so literally the entire world is in lockdown. Everyone's like throwing themselves off of bridges. I'm like, I'm great. It's really good to see you. Right? Super good. I have like a like a wedding like a like a wedding ring imprint band, but no wedding ring. You know, I'm like, I'm like so good. Um and and then like I kind of black out at that point, right? Like I don't really know what we were talking about for a few minutes. But when I came to, I was saying these words. Um, you have to excuse me. I'm just a little nervous. It's really blowing my mind. You see, recently, I had a dream about you. <laughs> I said those words to him. I don't have any more jokes, but you guys just have to watch me kneel now. <laughs> 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 so
so just to recap. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. I think. Down there, I, I want to take a picture of me on my knees, Pam Benjamin. No, thank you. Absolutely not. That's no. That's crazy. That's crazy. If Pam Benjamin asks you to get on your knees. <laughs> You do it. No, I did. Okay, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah, everyone calm down. What's my one-minute joke? I don't have a one-minute joke. I think I'm done. Uh, I'm Sierra Hager. You guys have a really good night. Let's keep it going for Pam Benjamin. Ow, ow, ow. She doesn't she look beautiful. Sierra Hager, everyone. Yay. This has been our out. Oh, no, Brian Crow. We have one last comedian up tonight. Oh my gosh, he is stellar. Do you like wordplay? Are you smart? This is the comedian for you. No, he's a really wonderful human being, and he works at Alameda Comedy Club, which you should check out. They have shows like almost every night of the week, socially distanced, totally amazing. Love him up right now. Everybody, your last comedian of the night, Brian Crow. Yay! Clearly, I've had kids. I don't know how to use a condom. <clears throat> so a friend of mine came up to me and he said, you know, in these trying times, Brian, you should live each day as though it is your last. And I said, nope. I want to live each day as though it is my first. So I sleep most of the time. I never get out of bed. And if I don't have a nipple in my mouth every two hours, I cry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, my name is Brian Crow, and for those of you with dyslexia, that's Crying Bro. Also known by my Native American Tinder name, Swipes to the Left. <laughs> my blood type is red, my credit score is 720, uh, my pronouns are he, him, my verb is screw, and my adverb is deliciously. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this stuff, so everything is like... Pronouns are like really important, and I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm an ally, I support it. It's like, if you want to be called they, them, I'm going to call you they, them. I'm concerned more about what is your verb. Your verb tells me how you're going to behave towards me. I mean, if your verb is dream, great, they, them is a dreamer. If your verb is do, cool, they, them is, is a doer. Um, if your verb is kill, they, them is a list of victims. All I'm saying is that if, if the police are trying to identify you, how you identify yourself is out the window. <laughs> so I was curious about this, too. If you're somebody who's transitioning between genders, do you use an indefinite pronoun? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So uh, holiday. Thank you very much. You, you, guys, uh, you guys enjoying the holidays? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like to go home for the holidays, or as I call it, staying in the will. <laughs> so I like coming here. San Francisco, this is my hometown. I love this place. But I've noticed we have a really weird sort of passive-aggressive relationship going on with the, with the homeless. You know, you go down on a Market Street, there are homeless uh, encampments directly across the street from buildings with signs that say, we work. <laughs> that is some fucked up shit. Um, so uh, I am, uh, am pro-gun. I admit it, I'm very pro-gun because I think it's better to have something and not need it than to need something and not have it. 
And that's the very same reason I'm also pro-abortion. So th I know things are weird with like uh, being outside and doing performances and stuff. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Live Nation is going to add a question mark to their logo. <laughs> but I have a solution. I do. Think about this, all right? Going out and doing protests, totally okay, right? So here's what we need to do. Have a protest, book really good entertainment, right? Let's go to BLM at Coachella. I think it'd be perfect. Or uh, let's see, we could have uh, Burning the Man. <laughs> and you say, did you go to BLM? I went and I saw it was like seeing every color of the rainbow. What, the diversity? No, the drugs, dude. I was tripping balls. There you go. All right, so I'm just going to close on this little ditty. Um, as a musician, I like to go onto YouTube and look at uh, young kids that sing and play the blues. Fucking amazing. I saw a kid. Oh, I dropped an F-bomb. I'm sorry. Excuse me, neighborhood. Uh, I'll end it with a rape joke. No, um, <laughs> I like seeing really talented kids singing the blues. I, the other day, I saw a five-year-old kid sing the blues. Amazing, right? Except for one thing. What does a five-year-old have to sing the blues about? Right? You listen to B.B. King sing The Thrill Is Gone, it makes all the sense in the world. What's a five-year-old have? The internet is down! The internet is down! I ain't got no connection! You know I can't play no Fortnite, but I'm too young to have an erection! Oh, yeah! Dedicate this one to the ladies. My mama won't nurse me Gave the nipple to another man. My mama won't nurse me. Gave the nipple to another man. So there won't be number three. Mama, you gotta use plan B. You guys have been fun, Amber Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pam. Drive dangerously, take risks. See ya. Brian Crow, everybody, yeah! Thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, we're, uh, I, the only reason we're ending in Time is Weird tonight is that I'm booked at Milk Bar at eight o'clock. So everybody go to Milk Bar, that's a thing. It's like a scene or whatever. Or, or go, Milk Bar is at the end of Hate, right before the thing. Or go to Stroy Moy's show at Neck of the Woods. That shows at like 9.30. There's a lot of comedy that's socially distanced and awesome here in San Francisco, and you should be doing it. We're out of here now. We're going to pick up all the chairs and be gone. But thank you so much for being here. And uh, Dr. Dre, what a pleasure to see you. Amazing. Can't wait for you to bring a show back here. Bring us good music. I don't know what good music sounds like. I just do jokes. Thanks for bringing in chairs. You guys were all amazing. Yay! Good night. Yay! Give us money in this thing over here. Put money in this jar. And then, uh, yeah. So good to see you. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.
the best movies that uh, aren't they? Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two people's paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life 
and Talbot has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global 
lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I think COVID-19 has turned us all into teenagers a little bit. I think we're all going through phases right now. I think, like, we've gone through, like, 11 phases so far. Mask is number 12. Woo. Phase one was uh, don't drink Corona beer. That was our, the first phase we went through. Second phase, spit on a Chinese person. That was just a phase. We got, and then we we learned we we learned that's not what you do. Phase three: don't touch your face. Remember? Remember? Yeah, I didn't like. Fuck that. I like touching my face. I said the f bomb. Gosh, damn it. Okay. I don't know, man.
phase three, phase so phase one, the the do the thing. Phase two is another thing. Phase three, um, don't go to work. Phase four, don't leave your house, except for the grocery store every single day, at least twice. Phase five, watch the Tiger Man television show <laughs> on the internet television. Watch the Tiger Boy. Wonderful Tiger Boy. And then number stage five, watch the Michael Jordan Has Red Eyes documentary. If you haven't seen it, there's this great documentary about Michael Jordan. It's called Michael Jordan Has Very Red Eyes, the documentary. And it's uh, it's all about him having red eyes now. And, you know, it happens to not everybody. It just happens to him, but, you know. Um, phase uh, six was... Uh, of the quarantine was uh, uh, pull down a statue. That was phase six. <laughs> just pull down a statue. We we all wanted to do it at one time or another. Just quit quit pretending you don't want to and go go pull down the Ulysses S. Grant statue in Golden Gate Park. Just go do it. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Um, statues are dumb. You know. Did you ever read the Bible? The Bible's like. You know, Corinthians chapter 7, verse 2, statues, not stupid. <laughs> I think that's one of the Ten Commandments. That's number 11, I think, is statues are gay, actually. It's, that's the Bible, you know, it's like, a, you know, no, it's it's the Bible, you know. It's not like what I'm saying, it's the Bible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just like quoting the Bible. I'm sorry, Brady. But you know what? You didn't give me any Tums. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. I'm going to do this later because, <laughs> man, these are difficult. Can somebody open it for me? Okay, no, I got to focus on these jokes. I got a, I got a non-alcohol, I got a non-alcoholic cookie here. I, d I need some nutrients. Hold on one second. Okay, intermission. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, 
I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's indubitious. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast and post show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 